0: Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the D-Hoop University podcast. This is your host, Daryl Harris, also known as D-Hoopster. Got a great feature on here today, folks, for your Friday, episode 42. If I have a shout out for the number 42, I gotta go Jackie Robinson. You know, he's a pioneer, pioneer for the game today when it comes to Integrating the sport of baseball, and our, our guest today is a pioneer in his own right because he's dreaming big with a project, company, idea, and the conversation that we have starts there and adventures elsewhere. Is what I can say. It's a one of a kind flow and vibe with with one of my guys that immediately brought back a lot of feelings from home because this is a day one elementary school friend of mine and we were able to reconnect a little later on now. Before we get into that, I do have some notes on fantasy. We we got a taste last night in Thursday night football. The NFL season is here. The Chiefs down by the Lions 2120. There was no Kelsey and You know, hey, the fantasy shenanigans are here. You know, I'm facing Pat in two leagues. I feel good about him putting up the 19.5. Trevor Lawrence can give me that. Trust. Trevor Lawrence can give me the 19. Jameer Gibbs, he showed flashes. But also David Montgomery established the fact that, hey, he's in that Jamal Williams role. This Detroit offense is going to utilize both of these backs. Kansas City. What the hell's going on with the receivers? We need to figure something out. Clearly. those are my notes those are my notes on the game in a nutshell. There's questions going into this week one slate, but don't overthink it guys. this is an observation week. you know, you won't win the season in week one. You can't even lose the season in week one. So go with your gut.'t't don't, don't, uh, don't try to zag too hard. Temper your expectations and temper your reactions because it is a long season. That is what we do know. So buckle up, get prepared. And um, one other note, though, don't trust the projections. Don't don't put all your faith in the projections. If you have a gut feeling that you really want to play somebody, hey, do it. You might get burned. I played more in one league last night. I got a 0.4. But, hey, you know who else was projected for less than that? Rasheed Rice. He finished the game in double, di- double digits, caught a touchdown. And you never know. He, you know, he's another guy in that receiver room where I was like, oh, I see something eventually. But so now I do want to pass that note. Don't always go off the projections because things happen on Sunday. <laughs> That's for sure and things will happen if you're betting hey take a look at the dogs week one numbers with underdogs are pretty substantial so i will leave you with that <laughs> big jace bring the beat in let's go my boy davy d and uh yeah folks let's talk tech tv news all of that I'm excited for this one yo i'm definitely excited um uh, this is my dog man this is my dog going way back i'm talking he was right behind me and in, in, in line to go to lunch because alphabetically our names is back to back like this is my guy for real big facts big facts that hawk is the hear connection Something real <laughs> yes indeed he, he sent me his number and man this just happened in a matter of 30 minutes and like five messages like hey bro for whatever reason it was swiped up on whatever some post i saw of yours and i was just like hey it's time bro let me reach out to david dog because i definitely want him on the pod definitely because he's another abstract thinker he's a he's a deep funny ass guy that you know i'm glad to. i I just had to get on here and, and chop it up with because i like doing that on here man but yeah, I got my guy, David, you sent me your number. I was like, bro, I got you saved. This it's, it's the same contact. <laughs> okay,
1: I had a feeling, like, when I had sent that, I'm like, I'm pretty sure, bro, got it, but I'm going to just send it anyway, like, just to accelerate the process. So, like, just like you said, the process was so accelerated. Once you sent, called in, I was like, hold on, bro, bro probably think I'm asleep right now. No, nah, No, nah, I'm going to call bro back. Let me get back to bro. And like you said, man, like it, it was just a blessing that you reached out to me. I was happy to that you tapped in with me because I've been watching your grind your consistency when it comes to D Hope University. And uh, I see your grind with you working in the new working as a news producer. And it's like, bro, it's like I've been wanting to tap in with somebody that comes from like that field for real because uh I, I came from that same capacity as well. I wasn't in the broadcast side of it all. I was like really on the television film side. I just wanted to be. I just wanted to hear your perspective on living in that game and like being in the market of Vegas and everything like that. Like I just wanted to dive deep into it. So I'm. I'm glad that this happened for
0: real. Oh man, that's this is we got content on the way because that that that's a that's an angle I didn't even think about that we can't end this call before we definitely get into. So we will because yeah, <laughs> my whole I, can, I watch TV different now, bro. Just working on the other side of it it's like come
1: on (laughs) you trying to read between what's happening
0: (laughs) yeah no man we're gonna do that dog um and likewise bro likewise 100 percent. and that's the funny part is like it it feels like that and that's what i was telling you briefly before this too Like, like i like having this part of the pod because these are day ones you know we accumulate throughout life and you know we only have so many of them and as time goes and, you know, life goes on and mature and, you know, go on and the way society is kind of now with, with, with social media and, you know, you're 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 observing, but you're not really active like with, with somebody that, you know, and mm-hmm. having a little conversation 3040 minutes, however long until you know it, it naturally plays out like that. That's all it takes. And you like, man, I wanted to catch up with my guy. I'm staying the same. Like, bro, I'm trying to catch up with my guy. Like what's going on? Like I'm seeing movement too. Like, you know. Exactly. Um, but that's a natural introduction enough, man. We got shout-outs real quick. And then uh we gonna we're gonna get into some more creative talk on here. You got any, you had any that came straight straight to the top for you? Uh
1: shout outs. Um definitely wanna shout out my boy Kill Love man. He got a project on the way uh kill season kill season two is coming on the way uh actually it's kill season three i might be off but uh definitely want to shout out my boy kyle kyle washington he's been out here putting in major work when it comes to the music brian
0: uh oh stop it bro you did not say that was kyle bro
1: yeah man he's been putting out maybe he's been doing what he gotta do bro i'm proud of him like no other for real uh,
0: yeah, because Kyle, yeah. me and me and Kyle stay tapped in too, and yeah, I didn't know he was out here getting busy, bro. because yes, yes, I'm pulling, dude. I'm pulling it up on Apple Music right now, so I can, uh, so I can have it. He spell it special or
1: something? I know he like going by. Do you see this coat? Because it's that famous Kanye video where it's like, do you see this coat when he was in the airport? But I don't know. Exactly <laughs> I'm gonna find it, bro. I'm gonna hit the I- lead.
0: Don't trip. Don't trip. Yeah.
1: No, no doubt. Trip. I'm a Spotify boy. So
0: I don't know, my G. I'm a Spotify boy. Oh, man. That's 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 a leg right there. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Who else can shout I Shout out, say, bro. Man? Shout out, man. That's that's how we take role uh, at D-Hoop U, man. We, you know, we do shouts at the top so that way you'll miss them or forget about them. i give you time. Yeah, but uh, I had one. Hey, man. Shout out to Ambler Elementary, man. Uh, Shout out Ambler,
1: bro. Come on bro. We we really wanted them ones. The 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 talent that they came out of there is something real. They hey they don't know about when Ray J and Brandy come up to your school on a random day just to say what's up because they went there. They don't know that. Bro, they don't know how that feels.
0: They don't know about the carrot war of uh, of 2004 or whatever it was, bro. They don't know about the carrot
1: war, dog. <laughs> Darn folks with them things. For real
0: hey man so uh, like you yeah. said bro that that's that school is shooting a high percentage
1: very much so hey no cap carson man. california hey. oh very high percentage once you expand to that to that proximity right there for real uh yeah just on in, everything in bro to-
0: shout out to man shout out to the city man we we talked about this bro i haven't really been there since cop since high school it's just how the way things work but man shout out to the city bro right something special for real bro something special for real
1: like everybody we knew like they all we all out here trying to move and shake and shit like i really got to give uh just due to even my neighbor my boy Curtis Mitchell bro like he I actually got y'all
0: boys live
1: next door to each other dog come on man come on we're yeah. talking something. pool
0: parties bro like that's a uh, fact
1: man. man that's a fact this is Curtis stuff. been been doing his thing, bro. Like I know he's working as, as an account executive uh, with Ernst and Young, I believe. And it's like, bro, like you reaching you reaching the highest of heights, bro. Like I'm proud of him for real. Um, proud, proud of fools for real. For real. Uh, who else can I say, bro? Shout my boy Omar James, man. Much love to the god. Uh you oh know, you God, know he's, he's a
0: pot he's a pot alumni all these fools got got student ids here man they they ah, part of the show Nice. you know what i mean and, and now you are bro we're gonna get you the welcome kit bro we're gonna get you a tea. we t we're gonna get you the. uh <laughs> nice. we're gonna get you all of that too bro hey we gotta get into it man that was real though that was mad real um the 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 prompt for why i really. Needed to, like to just chop it up with you on here, and you fell right in line with the recent, some of the recent guests, you know, recent folks, voices you've heard on here. Um, you got you have a page going that's more than a page. You have a business, you have a company, you have an idea, um, that's called Artist subjective. And mm-hmm. like I said, I know our our last conversation, like you referenced, was uh was a pickup, was a was a just like a brief little touch basis post-college middle college sort of time frame and uh, hadn't having not chopped it up in a while before that it was a we went all types of places in that conversation on uh, just bit deep thinking creativity and stuff so I know that this artist's objective is accumulation of uh your 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 you know your your thoughts and thought process and perception and 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 Work history and and all of that, man. So I I want to hear, and at a and at a glance, you won't know what what it is you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's not that you're talking over people's heads or you're, you know, cryptic, you know, beyond belief or anything like that. But like, it's it's you know, it's meant to introduce objectivity, you know, to the eye. Like I already know. I want to hear. I want to hear from you, bro. But. These are just the observations. So it's like, oh, I'm looking at this and I, oh, it's this is something. So it's um, like, it's on. Yeah. I needed to just hear it from you either way, but I want you to share it, you know what I mean, with, with everybody. So, you know, that that's established. First
1: off, I just want to say it's a blessing that you would want to hear about what artist objective is has to offer to the world. And um, man, I really feel like it's a real blessing to be able to express it as well. Uh and then alongside with the shout outs, I got to shout out my team that's been helping me with Artist Objective. Like my sister, my I love to death, Erin Hiller. like she's a, she's some, like my backbone. She's been helping me with the whole process with it all. Like, and then my boy Jason Capers, these are like my two like ace boom coons. Like whenever I go out to go do something regarding Artist Objective, they always there right there with me, handing out the pamphlets, talking to folks giving people the game on what how putting, what putting the work in. is, yeah so shout out um shout out them and in in sh- in the shorter aspect artist subjective, uh you can call it ace because the acronym is art is subjective ais so i call it ace and uh like when it comes to ace it's it's simply uh Artist Objective is an arts and innovation company. So like that's my main focus is to bring to elevate arts and innovation uh for creatives, for in more in simple in the simplest form, humanity. So like I wanna continue expanding like the the output of what Artist Objective has to offer. And with me saying it's an arts and innovation company, and it's uh in my first iteration to show people that this is a viable company. Uh because at the end of the day, bro, artist objective. I'm shooting for it to be on that S&P 500. Like I want it to be like a publicly traded stock. Like that's how I truly envision it. Because like everything that I have under that umbrella is something that that could be, that's gonna be lucrative for some type of some type of field, some type of demographic. And my first iteration into that for people to see that I'm uh, I'm a I'm more than just a viable thinker is a celebration. So. Uh, think about it like this. So, ace a i s celebrations. So, when you spell celebrations, you typically spell it s e l b r a t i o n s. Um, but when I came into the mix with ace, I said I'm gonna spell it s e l e b r a i s o n s. So that's celebration. So whatever you said, you said acronym- s
0: at the top, did you mean C?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. See, I did mean see. All right, now that that that. So, uh, in every aspect of business, I want to incorporate that ace into some form of a word in order for me to show that I can put a product into that word. So, celebrations is my first rollout of like. A, a product under eight. That's that's and the stamp.
0: That's the stamp. That's the
1: stamp. That's the stamp. That's just what's gonna prove prove my vision to the world that I have way more ideas and concepts that will be uh viable things in order to upgrade human life, connect you connect us even more and even add just significant value to a way of living. And so, artist
0: objective is just the entity still, but yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Um, so and. Me explaining, celebra- I, I feel like I should go in depth on Celebrations, but I'm also just give a little bit more like in-depth thing when it comes to ACE. So like ACE, like I said, is an arts and innovation company and Celebrations is my first rollout, but I got other avenues I want to tap into. So it's like, if you think about how you spell Innovations, let's take out that T-I-O-N-S and add that A-I-S in there. So Innovations, that's like, uh, retail product that i'm going to start producing and then i have another aspect when i want to connect with you is conversations in which i take out that t-i-o-n-s and it's going to be a-i-s in there um but these are like three different like umbrella, three different things under that ace umbrella that i'm focused on and now i'm gonna go in depth on celebration so basically celebrations is a reward-based qr code generator uh uh as it I'm basically simplifying the loyalty system, loyalty system for artists, for creatives, for businesses uh, through QR codes. So in short aspect, your local business, like a pizza shop, will be able to use my QR codes within their pizza shop or around the local area and incentivize their like their uh their clients or their clientele to go out and scan these clothes in order to earn rewards such as Ah, a free pizza if they scan five pieces they can get a free
0: pizza different different form of marketing advertising but loyalty based and like rewarding but the goal is to still you know be innovative with the uh with the marketing and and that's going to attract you know brand loyalty because bro I, that was one that definitely caught my eye and i'm like bro you know whether it's you know the forward frontier of tech with with qr code utilization and just making it simple but even still it was kind of like oh hold on what's this because i dig it mm-hmm. i think i get it i, I get it clearly now
1: you get it now yeah so like uh that. I wanted to get into the tech world. Like I have to, I wanted to prove my place within the tech world. And um when it comes to like how you saying this as like a loyalty program for, for like companies, like that's the whole point of like our QR code system. So um it really started off as an idea back in like twenty nineteen while I was still in college. I was like, What happened if I created like a party or a space where every form of a creative could come there and like sell like their t-shirts it can be artists coming to perform it will have food vendors there and like have that in the all-encompassing space this food traders people come through spend their money show love and i was like bro that's dope but like i need something else to like really get people in there and like really drive them in order to be like man celebrations events go crazy so it was like all right how can i how can inter- i
0: simplify it while making it you know it it as big as possible you know what i'm like sort of
1: exactly exactly like that just trying to make it as like as simple but like as complex as possible like always like i always went by the rule like uh simple simple rules have complex realities so it's like um it's just, like, when you look I at like something that. surface level until you look in underneath the pool, until you, like, dip your head underneath, you see it's a whole world under. It's fish under. there sharks under. But if you're just looking up top, you're just going to see the waves going. So uh that's what I wanted to do is, like, add that, like, complexity when it comes to the party that just to make people even more engaged into whatever events or settings that they're in. And uh when it came to that, I was like, bro, like, how about I set up QR codes for each of the vendors in order for them to, like, incentivize people to scan the QR codes in order to have, like, some type of loyalty interaction with the people yeah, that come through. Yeah, folks love a discount. Exactly. And I, it was just an idea at first. And then it ended up uh, – I ended up talking to somebody I was working for out there. Shout out my boy B, man. B, uh, shout out B. He got a an audio – Car system company out there in Huntsville, Alabama. He's going crazy. Uh, he ended up telling me, it's crazy because this dude came from having an electrical engineering background, and also he was in cybersecurity as well. Very smart dude. and He had told me, like, bro, all you need is this, I, this verbatim from bro, all you need is a database, bro. You want to be good. And I was like, for sure. Like, and at that time, I really didn't understand what a database was and whatnot. So, Time time permits, and I ended up graduating from college, and I ended up getting a job straight out of college. Uh, cause I interned with my my lady Miss Drew Barnett Hamilton. Shout out her man; she has been helping me along the way when it comes to like working and just the game of production and whatnot. She ended up letting me come on work with her on a show on Apple TV called Uh for All Mankind, and I worked there literally the first the was this March, 2020, March, 2020, I was working there. And then literally I worked one week and then you you already know it hit. Boom. Production shut down for like six months. I was out of work. Wow, I thought I was on, but she ended up calling me back because one of the PAs, he didn't want to come back. People were, this was in the era. People real scared of COVID. So I ended up coming back and having like a full-time position there work. Worked like two months more months and then she ended up telling me hey come along with me to come work on boba fett uh it's the uh yeah like so Star i Wars. went over there exactly went over there worked with her there on there and i like my whole initiative my whole plan was like bro i need to save up for celebrations. like i need to get money in order so i can make a database in hey, man, we 4. can talk
0: about business and business costs and expenses
1: <laughs> it, it's a thing for real, boy To to it to,
0: to try and push it into reality. <laughs> right.
1: But that's the beautiful thing about right. having a job. As long as you got a vision of something that you want, your job is not. You don't go to work every day feeling like, man, fuck, like,
0: damn. Oh, man. can I curse? I'm sorry, bro. Hey, man. Hey, like, shout out to Ray J. Can I curse? <laughs> <laughs> Can I curse? <laughs> hey, sorry, we live. We live right. Are we live right now? DJ Envy. <laughs> hey, I, hey,
1: I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get my 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 homies that like that like dudes <laughs> to come through and show him. Yeah. So basically, that was it. Like I had to save up, save up a good amount, and ended up uh, connecting with somebody through Fiverr. And when yep. I connected with this, got home, got homies the, working over there at Fiverr.
0: Yeah, I had stuff. Time I see on LinkedIn, it's like, I don't know what's this company. Oh, I see this company a lot now. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> right. It's everywhere. You Go can ahead. use
1: it for anything. So I ended up connecting with this lady and she said, like, I gave her in like in layman's terms, basically what I'm looking for. Can you create a QR code database that allows uh me to track like users that scan codes and make individualized QR codes for each business or entity that wants to use my QR codes? Damn, she says she can do it. Uh, She says I had to buy a Wix website, buy a Wix subscription, and also buy a subscription with QR code Tiger. Did that, spent that money. Comes out, like, probably a month later. I'm, like, just checking in with her, see, like, how's it going? Uh, Can we do a Zoom call? Yeah, let's do a Zoom call. So I hopped on Zoom call with her. Everything sounds good. Then I keep on checking up every other two weeks. Um, how's it going? Um, I can't hop on a car this week. Uh, my parents mm. have COVID. Understood, I, I can definitely empathize with that. So I'm like, all right, next week we can lock in. Um, next week comes, uh, I'm worried, I'm worried about where this is going. Look, man, <laughs> look, man, look. She said, my dog uh, just happened to be sick, I can't do anything right now. Boom, next week. Uh yeah I had got into a motorcycle mo- motorcycle accident three years ago and I can't hop on oh man uh, can you feel me like it would just, it just kept on piling up and I'm like bro can I at least see what can you at least show me what you've done on Wix Go on Wix and see what you've done bro like it was a website like bro my little brother could have did and he's never looked at how to build a website on his own it was like how, how how is this adding up like where's the database like is there anything you can tell me Bob I ended up just paying the full amount just so she can get it over with so she can hand me over somewhat of what she did basically bro she gave me nothing like literally nothing and I, I was in the hole off of that I was like damn but like that's the beautiful thing about business when you take your bumps you take your bruises like you learn from it like it's just like bone like they say kickboxers break so much like cartilage and stuff within a like shin bone and whatnot. It hardens in order to be like just a hard rock once they kick. So it's like took those bumps and bruises and I learned like, all right, I'm going to go a different route. I'm probably not going to go the fiber route, but I'm going to find a way and just find like somebody that really knows how to build out databases and has an emphasis on
0: QR codes. I'll, mention this on the pod that which i never got the chance to real quick and, and let you keep rocking it's funny just because i had an app idea as well uh about a year and a half ago
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was a brainchild of a conversation from like 2017 with my boy shiv and i'm gonna just spill the beans man it was like a uh mobile photography concept of you know same way you call a DoorDasher. dasher if i'm on a trip somewhere if i just need an event to get flicked up, you know. I let me just call the local photographer, and it's worked for them on the back end too. And reached out to somebody, and it sounded good, and there was a cost attached to it that was more than I had for sure. But like, okay, if this is what it costs, okay, what's the business route? you boys started watching shark tank like hella and like, which was just, you know, rolling, rolling, rolling deep in the, in the entrepreneur, you know, rolling deep in the energy. Like, okay, well, no, we could do this. We could do that. Or what's the plan. And then, oh, bro sounded good. He believed in it, sort to speak, did some, you know, kind of did some leg work too. So my gut said that that could have came to fruition, but also I kind of had hesitance and it was a risk and who knows, you know what I mean? Just have my little man. So I gotta do what I'm doing. We working, like you said, work is work is the is is the grind. But uh, I wanna take the chance right now. Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. But um to be like I was at a point where it was like, okay, well now do I do this to get this here? And you don't you never know. It,
1: yeah, never know until you take it out of ideation But phase then you learn. Really you learn more
0: along the way. My fault, but yeah. That's the point. Every, That's the point. You gotta you take, learn. You learn. The
1: way. And, like, sometimes them steps is missteps. Sometimes them steps is you step in the puddle. Sometimes them steps is you get bit. And, like, just continue learning how to continue moving upon the road after that. So, like, upon that, like, once I got I started working on Mandalorian and that was Mandalorian season three, and then uh, I was like, bro, I was on the roads, like I wasn't really rocking with the production. You
0: was, was working with Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks. Can you? Can who is that? Mercedes Verano.
1: Bro, you saying some names? I, I got to look at a caution.
0: <laughs> <She's>, she, <laughs> was, a, at a cool she was in wwe i don't know what season she is because i ain't i ain't caught up on the mandalorian but they added she, she she's in a couple seasons and i uh you know it's no hold on, is that when they
1: had took out uh hold on they took out old girl that was the initial like companion of uh mando right and then they brought her in or Stay i might on, be shame off, or
0: yeah, I should know the show, and I should have seen it just to be caught up today, or seen her content because I mess with her from wrestling. But she's the like black light skinned chick, um, with like color hair in the show. But yeah,
1: oh, I actually, I think I might know who you're talking about. She light skin, right? Yeah, she was part of the like the like Mando Mando squad on season three. Yeah, I I got a quick glimpse of her, bro. Like, <laughs> I got I met some cool folks from work in there bro for real like i remember i met danny trejo uh thundercat um i didn't get to really talk to jack black but he was on set uh i dropped off coffee to lizzo uh who else was it it was man you just met you met some phenomenal folks while working there so i mean that's that that was like the type of stuff that like made me feel like i was like all right, my grind has a purpose, like, I'm in a room with these type of with, with folks that's, like, at the top of their game, like, bro, like, gave me even more, uh like, empowerment to know, like, all right, I got to keep on going for what I want type stuff, like, because, like, while I was working there, I always felt like, bro, I'm fulfilling another man's vision, but, like, I'm not working on mine, and I always was wanted to be working on mine. It was just, like, you know how it is when you're in a production game, bro, it's long hours, It's like, really can't get to what you want to get to
0: um it's easy to yeah focus on the role you're in versus what you you know what where the where the passion lied and where the where the big goal originally was but now bro to hear it for one you way further into the game than I was able to know from observing and that's where it starts bro that's only where it starts you know
1: yeah I, bro, I don't really try to put too much on social media. Like, whenever Likewise, like, a man. new season or something drops, right. I'll just put, like, I'll post, like, my name in the credits just because, like, I, I do got to affirm, like, I was working there type stuff, but it's not, like, that's not me. Like, I don't have to let it showcase, like, this is David. Like, David is David. Like, David is D- David Robert Hawkins. David is the creative artist objective. Like, me working there is not and telling who I am in any shape or form. So, uh, yeah, when I was working there, I just came to a crossroads after like towards the end of the season, cause my uh my ace boom coon drew she left, and I I was just like not really rocking with the office, and I start seeing how office dynamics is and stuff like that. So I'm like, man, learning, figure learning. something else out. And then she ended up getting another job on a Netflix movie. Uh, it's not out yet, but it is. I can talk about it because they did say it's green. They, uh, it's basically a Jerry Seinfeld movie about the inception of Pop-Tarts. Because he had, like, some joke back in the 90s where he was talking about, like, think about the guy who made Pop-Tarts. And then, like, I don't know, he just d- decided to sound it, it. Yeah. Yes. So, like, that was, like, the last big project I worked on. And then, um, from there, like I have, I had to funds save in order for me to go full fledged, but actually like trying to find somebody that could build out my database and like really make celebrations and from idea into fruition. So ended up going on uh top towel and, uh, locked in with my guy, Docs Patel. He's based out in Canada. Great dude, phenomenal work ethic. We will hop on calls whenever I needed him, he'll explain to me how to, how to, like, use the database, how to right. how to use the QR codes that are created and whatnot. And basically, I kind of rushed them, but I didn't have the necessary funds to, like, allow them to keep on going. So I actually have it in this, like, alpha model right now. And I'm in a stage of, like, just uh trying to get it out as this alpha model into a beta model and then into the model where it's, like, so seamless with and synonymous with everyday QR code culture. It's going to be that. But uh, yeah, he he helped me with out with that, and I gave him a deadline back in like March because I was uh planning to go to South by Southwest so I can try to pitch it to people. Uh, I got a connection with some folks in the music game, and uh they they were out there, so I was like I'm gonna meet up out there with them. Uh, got me an exhibit booth, and I was like I had my own booth, and I was out there like me and my team, like I said, Jason and Aaron. They were out there with me and we were just like selling it to people, letting them know about the idea, the concept how it Shout worked. out. Shout out South by video display. Shout out South by man. Shout out, Austin, Shout out to Texas, Austin. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Austin, Texas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Very slept old city in Texas, boy. Y'all, that, y'all that's, love uh,
0: that's, where Shiv, that, that's where Shiv calls home, bro. So I was telling you, that's, the, that's like my main co host on here. And uh, yeah, man, for my time in Texas, man, nah, Austin was real relatable. was a good time you're
1: in Austin with him
0: I haven't been to his new place yet no but we've made Austin my Austin trips involved him and and Isaiah going down from Waco and yeah bro I can't wait to to, just spend more time in Texas bro that's a that's gonna be a that's gonna that's a spot for sure
1: hey look I'm gonna give you a play bro uh Afrotech is gonna be happening in two months that's gonna be like a black tech conference all black professionals like I was out there last year a beautiful mm. sight to see. Like you need Afro people that tech. work. Afrotech, yeah, that's the play, bro. So I was out there last year. You meeting in black. Stop folks it, bro. That bro work because I got
0: I, I got I got vacation time that's gonna expire. And I got a travel itch. And I'm aware of a airline discount right now. So it's yeah. like <laughs> you I said, hey yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on, on. Talking
1: about
0: alignment right now. <laughs> this this, this sounds like the plot. I ain't even heard it for real.
1: So, all right, let me give you a little game on Afrotech. So, it's basically a company, it's basically like a black tech festival put on by a company called Blavity and they like black, I, I really don't know like the content Blavity usually puts out but they're like more like on like just putting out like wholesome black content about people that do phenomenal things and they ended up getting funding and started this Afrotech conference in which all tech Black tech professionals from every company you could think of, from Meta to Amazon to Google,
0: right? Well, it's not called Google, Usually, it's called yeah, like like all like all different platforms of yeah. I'm feeling you.
1: Everybody is out there, and then like, bro, it's just a blessing to see everybody. Like, bro, it's just to see a sea of black folks there, and then you know, Austin, it's like a predominantly white city, but when it's Afrotech, that whole little conjuncture in downtown Austin, all black folks.
0: That joint, and they black all day.
1: like on oh, like. Money involved, so it's like it looked different. So it's it's definitely a sight to see. And I was just out there last year just to like oh, pick brains like people. That sound
0: like a movement.
1: No, bro, please make it happen. We we can all make it happen. I'm I'm I just shot an email over to them earlier today, just because like I I they had a pitch competition last year and I didn't have like the facilities to try to even do anything with it. But now right. I'm <laughs> guns is cocked. I'm loaded. Like you know what I mean. So uh I just shot them over email to see if they still having a pitch competition because I was having trouble finding it on their website. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna definitely be out there and uh I think it's November 5th. Um, yeah, be out there and then while I was out there, like like I said, bro, I just like picked people's brains and handed out cards, and let people know what I got coming, and it was like I was a dope ass experience. And that kind of was like my precursor to let me know, like, oh bro. Need to be ready for South by Southwest. So when it came to March 2023, I was ready. Like I was able to come out there. Like I had the concept ready, had videos ready, I had I had gear ready. Like I had everything ready to go. So it's like now it's like, bro, I'm I, I understand the game, the market now. I can attack this shit for real. Um, yeah, bro. And, hey that, man, I'm gonna let I'm gonna you time. breathe,
0: bro. That's 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 really him, dog. I'm. We gon' we gon' we we we're back we're we linked back up now so that, that's what I needed to hear but on the expression of it all bro this my my guy is really you know the the Wall Street Ben Staples out here in, in a matter of in a matter of years like that's a fact though I, I I see I feel it bro I feel it I feel it and I'm uh I'm happy to hear it And I, man you you just gave you you gave listeners the, the class. Uh, a lot of game in the last however long that was, but bro, that's 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 what's up. Uh, I'm rocking with the vision, David Hawkins. You know, remember the name because this this name is gonna be attached to a bunch of i to a lot to a lot. It's gonna be behind a lot, and that's uh, I see how you you moving, bro. You moving, bro. You got my full support, dog. Best wishes, best I'm intentions, and we ain't we ain't wrapping it up. That that was just a transition. But, uh, <laughs> from here, bro, I wanted to ask about what well, kind of feels like you were telling me what you wanted to, you said you want to get into, you know, news and culture. Let's just go from there to here. It's dope because, um, living in Vegas is I'm cool, bro. I'm posted, man. Like I kind of, I, I've, I've caught on to the, to the culture here and, mm-hmm you know finishing school here now you know now having a family here having family here my brother lived moved here before me and we only uh, we only three and a half hours from from home you know on on the good night but you this is a hub dude this is a city like this city's identity (laughs) is definitely growing it's growing pretty quickly and like in front of our eyes, this is not the Vegas we moved to in 2018, 2017. Wow, by, by any means. And now being on the front line of that news-wise, so much happens on a day-to-day. Like you said, I mentioned this conference, Alphabet, Google, they're they're moving there. Um, uh, what is it called? Cloud Nest Fest or uh, Google Cloud Fest? One of their uh, annual conferences from the Bay. They're moving out to Vegas next year. We we have, we're convention city. We are, man, it, it's no cap. You know, when they say the tourism capital of the world, when they say the wedding, the wedding capital of the world, the entertainment capital of the world, and we're becoming the damn sports hub. It's nuts, man, because this is all for one, you know, it has the, it had the identity and it had all of the glitz and glamor and fame and mob stories and Vegas and gambling and, you know, rogue, you know, desert, you know, and Vegas is a part of Nevada. Nevada on, on the whole lot, you know, 70% of Nevada is, you know, rural Mountain West or mountainous, Mountain West culture and slow. And, but Reno and Vegas are, are big, or, are, you know, Reno is kind of still in the, in the, in the breath that Vegas was of like medium markets. But Vegas now dog is, uh, being here, it's like we know this is already top five, ten up there with they up there with L.A., New York, you know, Chicago to Bay, up there with everywhere. You know, Elon's moving companies over to our state business registries because of tax incentive, and you know, just being a step or two ahead of the game. Seeing these conferences, CES is out here, Consumer Electronics Show. It's a, uh, it's in the convention center. It's a uh, man. It's the Largest convention center I've ever seen for one, and it's oh, absolutely it's absolutely packed with the most cutting edge technology and and products being made, and that that's out here every year. They just you know they're bringing it's such we're being hit with so much right now, and the actual city is trying to expand and prepare for the happening influx of of people. But the movement, you know, bringing Formula One here—that's that, going to be the most profitable event, pretty much the strip has ever seen in in a matter of four days. But the amount of preparation—they're really, they literally just uprooted, damn near the entire Las Vegas strip. It's been a—it's been a nightmare driving anywhere that we have to go for the last eight months, at least, because they're all right. Well, we're gonna blow it up, do it this way. The sphere just popped on, like it's so much happening that is kind of dope to be a part of and now i've seen and you know we got the golden knights hosting you know stanley cup parades and the aces are defending champions and if the raiders want to get the act right which they need to because the super bowl is going to be here anyway like there's so much right. going on dog <laughs> um that is right. cool to see it's cool to see and i think I got caught in the mix of it now you know i got my son out here now like you know i'm in the education system now i'm like i'm paying attention to what's really happening um I dig it here. Every trip I make back home to LA, it now just feels so it's home always, no matter what. I know the map, I know the map, like the back of my hand, you know, that's, let me show you, let me take you around. But then every time now I go back, it does feel different because hold on, what's that? Or hold on, what's going on here? Like, I, I won't, I won't forget, bro. When I drove down to 110 and seen the uh, FC stadium for the first time, I was like, oh, what the hell is this? yeah what is this who who plays there like you know and i kind of want to hear from from your perspective and you spend time elsewhere too so you can compare and contrast um Mm -hmm. but the pros and the cons of, of living in la you know as a young adult you know talking cost of living talking traffic talking the beach talking network and and events and what's popping and and city life and all of that kind of what's it been like transitioning to just full-fledged adulthood you know living in LA still bro gangland
1: (laughs) bro all of that is is a part of it like bro like um in all fairness like I've been blessed enough like be able to stack my stack my chips was staying with my family being out here but like expense like expenses wise when it comes to to gas and stuff like especially like with me working in production like um I saw a full fledge of how how easy it could get like so like right when I was working uh for Star Wars I was in Manhattan Beach but I had to go and do runs all the way out in ventura or go do a run a thousand oaks or go do a run to north hollywood and it's like all of this is me driving my car around this is all gas mileage on me and it was like bro like i'm really getting hit and this is like you know a couple i think it was 2021 or early 2022 when gas really like started hitting hard and our gas been going bro, stupid hard you know what i mean like you get in some areas it's like seven dollars at a pump now it ain't that like that now but it was like oh, it right. got, no really and, got and,
0: and, and california was the worst i made the graphic every other morning talking about what they what they had and like we look at the whole map of the country we are red <laughs> but california was even worse than here like you know i already know what it's talking about in la and I know how much driving you have to do like you said production duties I used to act too, and like drama, like I used to do, hella drama in church, and just kind of it wasn't basic drama though. But you talking about I got to make a run, yeah. I don't know. Hey, we need we need equipment. We need we need to go back to the manufacturing. We got to go find so and so. We got to go have a meeting. So yeah, in L.A. is vast, bro. Got an office in the middle of nowhere, nowhere near where I'm at. Like, <laughs> come on now, bro. Like,
1: I, I remember I had to drop off a Christmas package to one of our actresses. That lives in Calabasas. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, what are we doing here? Y'all, for real, right now? Like, Calabasas? Like, she lives drop up off? in like, the hills. You,
0: what do you mean, drop off?
1: <laughs> just a Christmas, like, bro, they just made her a little Christmas gift because it was Christmas time. Like,
0: you don't drop this she off You can't the come the post to office? work tomorrow
1: and get it? <laughs> exactly. Like, we ship out everything every day. We get new shipments every day. Like, what's going on here? But, I mean that that's like a testament to like when it comes to like a uh, uh field you work in and like so right. the job requirements and stuff like that. Just how it boiled down to it. Yeah. So like that was that when it came to the gas thing and just like I don't know like life work life, work that's work life like, but like nightlife and stuff like that, bro. Like I go out here and there. Uh, I say one thing about like when it come to LA nightlife scene. Like, it's still so L.A. It's not going to change, like, ever for real. Like, we just don't have the infrastructure to be, like, certain cities. So, like, I feel like when you look at, like, a city like Houston, like, they have a big emphasis on lounge culture and having hookah, 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 like, hookah at, like, lounges and, like, big, broad spaces. Like, and L.A.'s infrastructure is not set up for it. So, like, typically the only time you really have like experience similar to that is uh you go to a small hookah bar and they happen to let you bring your own liquor or whatnot in but our our culture continuously just thrives off of that a yeah. uh, small boutique party culture where it's like you go to an event you can't get in most of the time or gotta know somebody everything works. out. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, I'll give it up, bro. It's like a whole lot of people, especially in our age demographic, that like got like they own little scene when it comes to like parties. Like, I, lo- I noticed like it's a lot of micro economy. So it's like um people that got their own little following when it comes to like they DJing and stuff like that. Like, whenever they have hosting event, like it'll be dope. Like, just people that it got to be like people that you know because it's like going to be the same crowd of people that you're familiar with and all that. So that's that when it comes like, to nightlife and stuff, and just, like, cost of living, like you said, is expensive. Like, um, I'd be glad to get me an apartment somewhere, but, like, I'm focused on, like, trying to, like, stack up my chips for real, so I don't have to really worry about, like, the expensive expenses for real. Like, if stuff hit the fan, uh, you'd be, uh, you be out bad out here in LA, especially now, like, they kind of feel like they lifted, like, the COVID restrictions. A lot of,
0: uh, a lot of um hey man, places have up they, they their prices, bro. Yeah, man. My brother had the funniest line of all the time: three and a half times the rent. You don't make three and a half times the rent. Why well, I gotta put that down? To... Come
1: on, bro. Like, what are we doing here? Like, come on. What are we really doing? What are we really doing? Like,
0: yeah, man. Yeah, I, but you, but I, something. I, regardless, something still. You know, it still it still draws you back though.
1: Yo. Oh yeah, for sure for sure um that's the thing bro like because la itself is a a major contributor to culture like not just like black culture but culture overall like think about it like beyonce is from houston and her her husband is from new york uh she spent her birthday out here performing in la like people have to be in LA, like it's like it's it just happens to have like some type of magic in the city. Like you got to be there for special events and stuff like that. Um, and then like 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 you said, like people pe- people come out here to like get their dreams off. Like and uh you get people that come from all walks, everywhere from the around the country, around the world, in order to make the dream a reality. And it, it's just so weird because I feel like us as LA uh bred bred and born folk born and bred folks a lot of us a lot of folks don't really get their stuff off the ground and it's like it's kind of odd i i i, I literally had this conversation with my peoples all the time like why is it so hard for somebody from la to pop off as opposed to somebody that's a transplant here like that's like a major conversation i have a lot and it, it's not like no shade or nothing it's just like no hey, bro, this so- is
0: real talk this is real talk
1: yeah um i think i think it it boiled down to like those people like come out here with like just like they dreams. it's like bro like i have nothing else to go for but to like accomplish what i'm doing but like if you from here you kind of fall into the trickle downs of like la society like how you mentioned gangland like a lot of that stuff play a big part into why certain people don't navigate out of uh these particular markets you got the, just like, just like these, the LA micro, micro economies don't fluctuate into the overall macro economy of what, what Man. it takes to like really bust off in LA in my opinion.
0: That's, that's so what you're getting at, bro. Cause like you said, being, being from the South Bay, like literally LA County, L.A.USD, like, like literally being from there, that's not really the identity That LA has that, or that LA is like in the role that it plays in the world and society. It's such a big, such a big pool, you know. Like it's it's literally an ocean, and it's Mm kind of tough to. Until I until I left, did I kind of realize, bro? it, it, It affected everything. I didn't think I was as good as basketball, as good at basketball as I came to view myself. Just a year, two years later, and saw and translated. Just because I'm like, yo, LA is so, like, look at so and so, or you know, look at this until I went somewhere else. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, on. what? And it's like, no, LA, you know, toughens you the most, or it it really grooms you, it puts you in competition, it puts you amongst the best, and it's like, okay, well, now I just gotta kind of find my find my weight class, find my footing, like. It, but that doesn't happen to, it doesn't happen easily, like you're saying, though, for, for folks to, it's a lot of, it's not that many Native, you know, that, that break through a certain level. I feel where that came from, bro. I felt where that came from. Yeah.
1: yeah, And I, I was particularly talking really about, like, the music side of all, when I was getting into that bag, but, like, when it come to other avenues, like, you, you would think like, with this being an entertainment capital of the world, when it comes to television and film and whatnot, why don't we have more black, young black professionals within that world? Like, why aren't people like getting into like, like just any size of the production game? Like, cause if people really knew how much money is in there, I think we'll see a lot of, a lot of young cats hopping in there, bro. Like I'm telling you, like when I was seeing the checks that was coming through for somebody that just, somebody that worked in the transportation side of like the television film industry, Craft services side or somebody that was like a gaffer or somebody that worked in lighting, like bro, they're getting real checks, and I would if people had the information to know like damn, it's real money in there that way we and, and it was like somewhat of a a, a streamline to get young black kids into those environments it would be dope to see because like a lot of those environments we not there at all, and bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, predominantly most of every show that w- movie I worked on, I was probably like one out of three black people on the production itself. Like, not just within my department. Like, I'm talking about the overall production. So it's like,
0: damn.
1: Like, it's so many different, like, avenues that, like, L.A. folks, like you said, L.A. folks is groomed into, like, this certain way of living or, like, a uh, structure of thought. Like, we don't even see, like, bro, Like, that. what we sitting on is a gold mine. Let- let's get into these different pockets instead of attacking, like, uh, uh the monolithic goal of um who knows um right, uh, right. getting into the rap game or being somebody a right. uh, uh, influencer or something like it's so many other avenues that's, you can that's really the, get the industry
0: money. yeah Th- that's the industry that's thriving like if that's the silicon valley of how you know that how hollywood is which how that's what hollywood is you know the the idea the you know the the name um but since that is what's really pops off out here, why is that not emphasized to our local, you know, youth and and why is, you know, why why are we not exposed to, like you said, the vast avenues of working within it that are profitable, that are lucrative, that are stable. Um that, that's a that's a form of education that needs to be had. That's a
1: fact. Hey, shout out to
0: television film industry. You ain't looking too stable right now, but I rock with you
1: though.
0: Because they're trying to hold it down, bro. That that's something that we could easily kind of talk about or at least mention. But you know, how do you you know shoot? How do you feel about the writer's strike? Because to me, it, it's it's it boils down. This is a you know where we haven't thrown out there yet, but I'm sure we both know a little bit about. But it kind of to me, I think it comes down to AI, which that that's the big bargaining chip that will hold on we need protections on one side the other side which i can't hate can't be mad at is hold on we can might we maybe can do this in easier or a cheaper way or a who knows way but it's pros and cons to both right that's the that's the that's the line in the tug of war for me that i see it kind of as and it's like how do we find common ground but because of that, there is side effects. You know, we're, we're watching reruns of Jeopardy. We're, we're watching reruns of oh, the Staples dang. Late Nights, and oh, you know, oh, shoot. Dang. What's your what's your take on that, bro? On just, it all, like man? you
1: said, that the that advent. That's why this writer strike writer strike is taking so long, and the SAG and SAG is like trying to get in, and also within that mix as well. That the advent of AI is kind of makes it scary for people to feel like their job has actual security because like you said, like, hey, a studio could portion off, like, I don't have to pay pay this a hundred thousand to this writer for this one season. I can we can figure out some here. Cause as easy as you going on chat GPT and saying, Hey, make me a script written in the likeness of Spike Lee talking about Aliens during nineteen thirty four, like, and they would print do something literally immediately, and
0: and that's uh, the and that's the blueprint from that point, and then it's like okay, sure, find ways to do this, right?
1: <laughs> uh, and then when it comes to that, like the AI is definitely a it big cuts
0: people out,
1: definitely does, and the AI is such a big component, but I feel like. Even a bigger component really lies in the fact we're in a streaming era. And when we had the last writer strike, we didn't have streaming for real. And that's basically what people were fighting for. They're trying to get the royalties for like shows that they worked on. And right. uh how it's can it. you actually quantify somebody's royalties when it's on a streaming service? Like Man. you can probably say like this was watched so and so many times, but I'm not the I'm not the genius or the mastermind behind how it could be quantified in order for somebody to get their actual payouts. So, uh, with the advent of streaming, it's actually even harder for people to even figure out like how they actually gonna get paid,
0: like or feel like um, they're being properly compensated when it's like, yo, this t- this project I spent time and energy into for a, you know, Mad Long only had a show, only had like a payout life of a year, or two years when it's being referenced for you know ever timeless like or uh, um man this is something that i'm going to put out there that's going to be exist in perpetuity i would prefer to be compensated for the fact that it exists like but how also this is also damn near a, a mirror image of what the musicians and in uh you know artists are fighting for when it comes to streaming rights how much is a stream worth we don't know. Like that's a fact. And that's yeah, you fact. you never know if you're getting. this. why well, you're seeing folks sell royalties and you know make these money moves just to to find a safety net or a you know to to make it make sense versus kind of trusting this this un- open future. But nah, man, yeah, with, with syndication kind of changing, it's like and right, the last strike was only hundred days. I know. We're we're going on to six months before we know it.
1: Right. And it's actually, bro, from what I've been reading, it might be, it's going to be longer, because like, the producers is like, hey, bro, like...
0: Everybody's saying, hold on, let's come to the table. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The producers is like, because I'll be excommunicated from the game, but I kind of get somewhat of what the, like the, the, uh, the fears of what the producers are facing, because it's like, how are we actually making money from your product at this point? like we're not doing ads
0: there's the, that the, I'm the, keeping alive that right, I'm like literally no, literally pulling the strings for
1: exactly. there's no real ad space involved, and a lot of people are losing money from productions that are going straight to streaming services like Disney put themselves, they're not, Disney's never going to be in the red, but, uh, out out of all the verticals of Disney's business, when it comes to their parks, their, uh, their selling of, like, just products and whatnot, the one that made, made them lose the most amount of money was their streaming services, and we saw them putting out, like, content that you would think would change the game from when it came to the Star Wars series to them buying stuff like ESPN, uh, Hulu and all that but they're not really going to make any money from it for real so it's like everybody is fishing to figure out how can we actually get paid from what this current era that we're in and now like so it's like it's it's literally a thing on both sides where I can see why it's frustration on the writers and an actor side but I also can see why the producers is like bro how are we actually making money at this point like how are we going to make money? Like Bob Iger came back to Disney in order to try to get it right. And he's at the table like, bro, this is not, this is not working. Because Bob Bob Iger was out of there. He was about to go sell in Monaco, do his cool thing. Brought him back. Like Disney said, we need you back, bro. Figure this out. And they can't figure it out. And that's literally one of the best business minds we've ever seen behind like a Steve Jobs and whatnot. So it's like, what's actually going to happen with that game. It's no telling. And, uh, bruh, like, stability-wise, with the way it is now, especially with how you mentioned AI, like, I can't – I don't see, like, how – I don't see how it can actually be something that could be a, a viable, lucrative source of income for both parties at this
0: point. But nah, that's just how be, it is, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a crazy shake, however it comes. Yeah, it, It's not going to work out. Perfectly for all parties involved, but we do what we got to do. And that's, you know, hey, you know, versus coming from radio to, to to another thing, to another thing. The people that are in the pot are going to figure out how to survive and, and keep up with the time and move the medium. But, yeah, no, we're at a point in time because it's something in the water, bro. Twenty, Like I said, you know, following the news, 2023 was is the year of the strike talking pilots flight attendants railroad workers automakers musicians at you know service industry
1: the hotels is on strike
0: bro oh, the service oh, industry wow. educators um the delivery folks folks is trying to get right and so listen we, we on the i don't know man we, we got we just had a, a little tilting point i guess but a lot of this still is probably shakedown from the pandemic, bro. True. True. That, that 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 threw the game off. Definitely did. It definitely <laughs> did, man. It definitely did. Think about it, man. bro. That pretty much sent everybody to jail for like eight, nine months. And imagine you go sit down in jail. You come out a different person from whatever it is you did in there, for better, for worse, you know, more far-fetched, more detached, whatever it is. Right, they let all these fools back out here now, and everybody, everybody thinking something different now. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Actually, yeah, bro, that's a real thing. I, honestly, I don't want to rock with you if you didn't come out of the, come out of COVID a little different. Like, did you <laughs> did you sit down with yourself? Did you figure something out? Like, because like, bro, this is it was a double A swirl in which like people had to really sit down with themselves. And like you said, some people come out worse. Some people come out better. But, like, the point was for you to, like, really, like, try to center and get right, try to figure out what you're doing with your life. And, um, yeah, uh, bro, it definitely no, made yeah, a turn on a lot of folks.
0: I'll probably always keep the slightest but of of fond memories of the pandemic i thought as a concept when stuff really shut down and we couldn't drive nowhere at first and the air felt better outside when we first you know walked out i was like this is wild i think this works to an extent <laughs> like this really could work And you know, we we talking some society stuff now but like um i enjoyed that era too partially i can't you know and for that for just to put that out there for folks, because some of that is, is you know that time for a lot of people is immediately you know attributed to loss or of some kind so it was it was real weight going on around in the felt that was felt in the world, so you don't know the next person's experience um but like you said, you had ample time to 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 sit with yourself and Yeah, man, we, I don't know, man, we crazy, it's been crazy since, bro, I might have like two more, I I I might have like two more things for you, All right, bet, one, piggybacking off of television, is, this can be quick, this, you know, but you don't follow wrestling no more, right? Nah, not really,
1: I never really did, to be honest with you, bro, like, just because it was so hot at school, I was like, I'm gonna be in tune with some of the wrestlers, but it was never really
0: my thing, for real. Right, right. I can recall even because you are you you know you know I was like you.
1: you <laughs> oh yeah, big
0: big facts, big facts. You
1: damn near was the reason why we couldn't hit the hit the. Uh, you suck it and all that. <laughs> like it was a whole I'm gonna group put of that y'all. On. They was like, Man, <laughs> yeah. you getting you getting thrown out of school. They was not playing.
0: Nah, after school was litty. Nah, bro. Coming back around to that, because I had a brief period where I, you know, thought I was going to pretty much fall off. And then I started seeing the behind the scenes of it and how, yeah, it is a television product. It is scripted. It is outlined. it is, You know, these are real athletes. It's just such a deep industry that, like, it made me proud of, like, messing with it from before because just off of what was on the TV. Right. learning Learning the business, essentially. And the mo the different pl- levels and branches of the business, and how you know wrestlers' stories are intertwined and, and lives and, and careers, and just path you know, arcs and narratives behind the scenes, before and after, seeing it come to fruition, all of it. I'm like, oh, this thing is really dope, man. I'm hooked, again. I'm still hooked for sure. Yeah, and, and, and ever since, so. and now working in television, um, bro, they, they do a live broadcast in a different city every week but not even just every week they do this throughout the week and when the pandemic happened this just came to me from the series of conversation that we was having but i just have an appreciation for it that when the pandemic happened bro it threw everything off it was also the week before wrestlemania that year guess what bro these fools didn't miss a week they started. They started performing in empty shows in empty arenas. They built a digital wall of backdrop LED walls that fit. I don't know five, a thousand, five thousand little squares, and you could sign up to try and get on the wall during the show. And they, you know, started doing heavily, heavily cinematic matches that are produced and shot at backyards and in empty lots, and just adding these elements of production to the television product that incorporates ideas that the writers are responsible for behind the scenes of pitching that to the talent and then working in who this character wrestler is, what he's capable of, how can we tell this story in the big picture? I was just like, bro, there's nothing else like this thing, bro. It's like sports and sports entertainment but it's like these two things that it, it creates a product that is like timeless. No, I hear that. I hear that one thousand percent. Yo, shout out,
1: shout out, scripted television, like loosely based scripted television, like anything that's like in the reality world and all that. Like because like we we saw that also within like the sports world, where it's like they was putting digital screens up in stadiums in order to like show like, oh shit, people still out here supporting and whatnot. And to see that uh, that's the beautiful thing about humans, like humans adapt. If we, if, if something is like out of whack, we're going to find a way to adapt to make it like still suffice our own like uh uh, uh love for something. So to see like how, like how you mentioned it, and, you, and how much you appreciate like the, the WWE world went and figured out how they were going to get into it and actually still make this a thing. Shout out them, bro. Because like, that's one of the few mm-hmm. like verticals of the television film industry. that's still go on them, reality television, cooking shows, like all of those are still breathing and surviving, like, because they're able to survive without having to have a writer's room that just sit there all day and really try to formulate something. And uh yeah like bro like those those the concept um, those yeah those concepts and those those versions of production are like it's a testament to like how uh like how much we love to see that content and testament to how much like that content is love like love to being being produced right uh, yeah but shout nah. out shout out all my wrestling folks shout them out shout out them out
0: man what's up with uh What's up, man, with the... uh, I don't know, bro. I'm probably tapped, but this has been, Doug, this has been one of the realest winding conversations I done had on here, bro, and it definitely met expectations for whatever I wanted us to get on here and do already. I'm just like, man, so much came during it. I'm like, is there anything else I need to squeeze out of here, bro? Speak freely by all means, Um, but... me. Yeah, no, just about you know anything. I else. got a couple questions for you, if that's cool. Run it, man. Yeah, there we go. Uh,
1: so like earlier you mentioned, like bro, you seeing like the Vegas market is like expanding like no other. Like we seen so many teams from teams from the Bay Area companies from the Bay Area leave and make their home in Vegas, and uh, and you being in like the news production game, uh, shout you. Attaining that producer title uh is that a market that you feel like you would want to stay in for the years coming
0: definitely because if anything i where it's going so not opposed to any not opposed to change and going upward and the cool thing my dad says is like you know hey son no matter where you go there's a new station wherever you go in any, in any city in america you turn on the tv there's a new station so you know it's not a bad field um, but I don't think it, you know, my, my journalism career is, will be confined to the news at all, either market wise though, Las Vegas in terms of even just wanting to live here for that reason. Yeah. Because now to doing the job actually, and kind of knowing it. Yes. Because now I feel like I got a leg up on where it's going because I, I feel like I've come far in the year and change year and a half that I've been with the station. Um, just because I can now call back to what happened a year ago when I was here what you know what happened in this season back then and now accumulating all the previous knowledge and comfort talking about what's happening now like having that foundation makes me be like okay yeah the, I already see where the trajectory is going and it is ascending we were Market 38 or 39 I want to say when I started or so and we're for sure going to be Thirty-five, and that's in like a numbers basis. Las Vegas is part of as far as Southern Nevada. Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, Henderson isn't huge yet, but in terms of the attraction and the spotlight here, it's it's way bigger than that already. So yeah, I, I like being here because I've seen it, and I can uh, coming from LA, it's like okay, well yeah, y'all y'all it's caught up out here. It's just a you know bring the. Bring the the aspect ratio down like thirty percent, but that's just for now. We're we're watching the the glow up happen, so it's dope. That's hard. Right. That's hard. Right. I love to hear that. It's dope. I love
1: to hear that. Um, another one for me was,
0: uh, oh, and let you... me let me before before because yeah, bro, one of the things that was just in our state legislature, um, who just recently moved here, Mark Wahlberg lives in Southern Nevada. Jeremy Renner lives in Reno, and in our past legislative session, shout out to Brother De Silva, frat bro, who's who's a state, who's a, who's a assemblyman. Um, one of the most you know hot topics talkers uh, bill that almost passed was to bring movie production studios here. Um, a company called View Productions or VU, thats the company's name. Um, were one of the few. Um, attached to it that was like yeah pass this bill dedicate these funds jeremy renner and mark Wahlberg were the faces of it and the goal was to incentivize production companies with tax breaks and funding to make nevada a second hollywood destination but primarily southern nevada you know las vegas because las vegas is las vegas but jeremy renner are also being a resident and the way nevada works and Mar- Walberg coming here doing big business here Walberg got gyms here and all this and that but they had stuff they had to set up we knew the map of you know where studios were going to be built it was going to tie into unlv um disney and warner brothers were on board they said all right bet y'all pass it we'll come mm-hmm. so that's a dope thing to see i think that yeah no nah, this 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 is a little this is Right now, it's in one of the, you know, better kept secret phases where, you know, maybe five, ten years from now, it's just going to be looked at a little different. But seeing what's happening. Yeah.
1: Y'all going to be right up there in that discussion because I feel like uh, L.A. is always going to be L.A., but Atlanta done creeped up on that spot of like, hey, this is going to be this is a production house because other than it being uh, a location that has. Vast amount of land in order for them to create these big big studios. Uh, it's a prime destination to just shoot at in the first place. You can do a whole lot of like different type of jungle scenes or forest scenes or whatever it is. Like you see Marvel based a lot of their production out of Atlanta during the whole Avengers saga. So it's like that's tough uh, seeing yeah. seeing like how different like uh locales are like being able to like shift their landscapes and like their uh, like, economy in order to do that I'll be I be glad to see Vegas become that because like you're saying like all the sports teams come in there and the companies come in there it's only going to make more sense for like production companies to be there intertwined because everything moves in accordance with one another like television production music and film wants to move in, in, in the same echo in the same sports. ecosystem same space as tech and everybody wants to be on the front line of tech when it comes to shit so they can be able to be uh just right. as included the audience that's running. They nobody wants to fall behind. So yeah, you definitely Sports. in a prime location right now. Definitely in a prime location, bro. Prime yeah, no location.
0: man. I dig it. I dig it. You had, you had the other one?
1: Yeah, bro, uh how did you like fall into like the like news production world out of college like what, what what was your avenue like how did you do how did you do that
0: yeah no i mean i shared that on here um to some to some capacity but well, oh make me, it short and sweet then right right, right right thing right like right that. right no but um everybody ain't here <laughs> but for me it, it was crazy because um i didn't get to intern at a new station i got intern credit working at Allegiant stadium you know with the raiders and My semester where the pandemic happened was where I was doing our news practicum show. It was a daily news show, but we grinded for like six, eight weeks first to say, this is how you do This is how you run a show. And I just had accumulation of experience, bro. Like, I, you know, um, got right into live production for sports when I got to Baylor, literally first home football game. I was working with the team that did it. So just got a feel for it, got a taste of it, and then kept branching, right, writing for the paper. Okay, you know, seeing how the little campus shows are being done. Then I, you know, it was finally my time, senior year type. And then the pandemic happened. So I didn't have a reel to really send out to people to places. And pandemic happened. Oh, I got a baby on the way. All right, we got to get, we got to get to work. You know what I mean? We got to get to work. Um, And was working at Costco, bro. I did two years at Costco. And, and and almost to the day is where it was where I transitioned, um, but became a supervisor, you know, saw career paths and it was like, I could stay, but this ain't what I went to school for. And this wasn't the plan. You can get stuck. You know what I mean? Wow. And started sending out applications back into the journalism news industry because I needed to, I was like, I can't be 30. And ain't had any concrete experience somewhere. Um, that then it's you know, really, you know, just really pushing the ball down the road to want to wanting to bring dreams to fruition. And just started applying, man. Cause like I said, I had had credentials, had, had history and knowledge. So just kind of needed like, okay, let me, let me get some options. Got had a voicemail one day. It was a director at the station, bro. And I was just like, what? I didn't even realize this was the company because it was the company company, not the, you know, not CBS, not, you know, channel eight on, on, on the application. So I said, yo, what let's go, but knew what I was knew that it was still where I was supposed to be. And just because that was the, the path that I, that it came for me, I still had accumulated all the confidence and knew that was where i wanted to work towards and once i kind of got a taste was like oh yeah 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 no oh yeah yeah no, no, yeah this is let's go like you know what i mean still had plenty to learn ton to learn but kind of was like it didn't even consider news bro you know a lot of you know a lot of our folks we go we want to do a sports commentator route we want to do a sports reporter route everybody in journalism wants to be a reporter at first It's, it's you know the glitz it's the glamorous kind of role and you realize it's a football team news and you know tv is a football team like everybody's needed the photogs the writers the directors the it, there's positions you, you can't pull off none of it without a team and um the producer role was just okay let's see can can you understand you know what, what we're trying to do what we're trying to you know show folks and just kind of Work along with everybody else and all right, this is the plan. Let's execute the plan. But that was how I got in there, so to speak. And let's go, bro. Um, uh, planning the transition and and me lifting this pod was just another way of me finding a voice for it, a voice for myself, and, and not, you know, wanting to get opportunities that I felt I didn't put the grind in for. So this is like a way for me to just build a name that's still me you know and if there's more out there let, let's let's work and let's get it and you know yeah let's not expect it to be handed to us that's But a fact right because ain't nothing and, really gonna be like that and that's
1: a that's a blessing bro like you understand the fact that like you got to come to folks with a proven track record like even if it ain't on the grandest scale people know like bro you didn't put in the time effort and the hours and they can see like, oh shit! Like you gotta understand that Oh, you you get how to how to do a storyline. Oh, you know how to do a slug line. Oh, okay, you understand how to shift 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 the characters. I don't know really how the producer game work, but are you basically like behind the boards to be like, all right,
0: yeah, it, uh, it yeah, is uh yeah, that that's that's directing. I'm producing, so I'm I'm putting the scripts together for the show. The rundown, like I'm 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 writing the rundown, the scripts head head to, head to toe, you know, um, putting words in the anchor's mouth, putting words in, writing the words that's impromptu for our live shows, you know, uh, but still picking the shot, picking the all right, what story is going? It, we're kind of I'm drawing up the newscast, which is dope. I feel like it's something my granny would be like, oh, uh, this is, makes me the happiest in the world. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, our folk, you know, we're gonna watch the news and that, that's to where it hit home for me on a level I didn't even expect. So I like it. Um but yeah, no, that, that's the that's the producer role. And then I'm timing it in the show, you know, tell, counting us down to where we start, you know, telling our producers, I mean telling our reporters where I like, hey, you know, we live and, you know, cue, you know, stand by and bro, breaking news, Osh. You know, hey, I forgot to do something. Like y'all, three. I'm trying to get three steps ahead of the shot. I got ten. All right, man. Like it's it's nuts, bro. I dig it, man. Um, and that's also still shout out goes to Talk That Talk Media Company, which is you know this pod is a platform is is a part of the platform, but as far as like me, this the pod being something aside from what work is. Um, talk that talk, bro. Is is the sports media company that my good friend Terrell found it in undergrad and put into motion in all forms. And we're operating now as an entity out here covering sports and, you know, whether it was slam ball for me, UNLV, summer league for me, um, Terrell's at every, you know, aces game if he wants to um, and team, you know, team, we got, you know, four or five riders, four or five, podcast you know um touching every base out here in vegas too and and that's what i'm you know also gonna stay loyal to and like see grow like we got we have an office space now like believing in the plan going here too like so it was time to put stuff in motion again not too long ago and and since then it's only a you know a grinder to want to keep doing more but you learn and and you, you get more grounded and established and rooted and, and see where the tree where the tree grows into. But it, it's dope, man. And so, yeah, with that, happy with the way things are sort of going and didn't feel like I was able to dictate it any certain way. But with that being the case, it's like, all right, now nah, let's 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 continue to move.
1: No, nah, bro, more power to you, champ. It's not like you got good people around you and that's a blessing, bro. I'm glad to hear that. If I can add any type of, any type of ism or any type of help with you in your game out there, because I don't know if you remember our boy, uh, my boy, CJ Pollard. He uh Facts. went to school with us at Dotson. He yeah. currently work up there at UNLV. as I think he worked, uh, he might be like a DB safeties coach for UNLV. Oh,
0: stop it. He's on staff? He's yeah. on the coaching staff
1: out here? Yeah. Hey, so I got high hopes Aubrey. for this
0: team. Like, we report on this team. Word? Yeah. All right then. Hey, you look, I'm going to try to get them locked in with you there. We definitely going to do that, dog. Oh, man. Hey, bro. Yeah. This was this whole thing was a blessing, man. Like I t- I told you, I said I don't know, like I want to chop it up with you, and, you know, hear about what what started is this, but I just got to chop it up with you cuz you know, it's been a minute and you done brought yeah. so much stuff back to light and you know, could help adding, you know, dropping and stuff, and this was gas, bro. So, oh, bro, I hopefully, it. I, I kind We locked in, bro. We, we definitely locked in. We, oh, we... that's
1: a fact. That's a fact. I'll be glad to come down there in Vegas and you show me around, man. Show me some, show me, show me where the good good bus downs at, because I love to eat, fam. Ah, right, right, shit. Tell me so, where to go eat at. We gonna we gonna make it happen for real. Um, nah, we gonna
0: we gonna break bread and uh, definitely do it. Do it. Through. Do it if anything, about
1: can I can I leave off like because I don't know if I fully I, I feel like I expressed what Ace of Celebrations is, but you want to give your people a tidbit for what I'm I, for what i uh here. Uh, please, this is please. a basically a booklet. This is a Zodiac Pack booklet. So these are basically like the crew neck that I have on right now. This is in accordance with Celebrations. So, um, because Celebrations core principle was found upon, uh. Allowing biz- allowing consumers, uh, fans, audience members to really celebrate the businesses and creators that they got love for or their art or whatnot. Just like you, really celebrating the people you rock with, and I felt like since the name of celebrations is celebrations, I wanted to design product that really fits that that like that whole theme and whatnot. So I felt like a celebration in its purest form is your birthday. So, I designed zodiac sign crewnecks in order to company to drop the soft lunch of the celebrations, like uh Ooh. uh uh product tech product itself. So, like, yeah, man, uh, if your peoples want to take a look at some time, Is this man, a- this, this, these are the zodiac sign crewnecks for all my peoples, man. What's the zodiac sign, by the way? Cancer. You a cancer? Yeah, I got the cancer boy right here, too, man. I got them all. Uh, we're the cancel. We'll hopefully, the screen pick it up. Ooh. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah, <laughs> stop yeah, playing, yeah. bro. I need that. Yeah, yeah. Stop I got playing, you, man. bro. I need that, man. And if anything, bro, I'm gonna have to get some more game from you, bro. Because, because I'm trying to dip my toe into the, to the clothing, to the merch, to the merch lane, bro. It's only a matter of time. It's the first on air tease for the listener. But that, that yeah. that's that that's another avenue that I'm that I'm trying to. That I gotta bust down, like you said, bro. And uh, that's fire, dog. That's definitely fire. Go ahead, let them see. The, it. Let them see the one you rocking too.
1: Yeah, this the good Virgo right here, cause that's me right there. Yeah, man, I'm a Virgo, so it's I Virgo season, to... is it not? Come on, talk about it, champ. <laughs> talk about it. So I got the uh, months on like each of the sleeves, so people know how you represent what month you come from and whatnot. And then we got the modability. So, like, every sign is either a mutable sign, cardinal sign, or fixed sign. Got that on the sleeves as well. And then around the rib cages, it shows like the zodiac sign. So, like, yeah, bro. But
0: like, just trying to get these off bad. and
1: sell these to people. And, like, I'm in a current process now with celebrations by reaching out to like local creators and brands that I really rock with. And I've got some traction with some folks that really like I, I really support and I'm ready for them to start using the product and we're going to keep on expanding bro so what's, that's uh, basically what, it right now
0: for anybody listening man what's home base, bro what what where do you want like for folks to tap in with it you want folks to follow the page you want folks to get the website name in there okay. and, and, and yeah where, where are we following where are we tapping in and then uh, definitely
1: all right Um, on all social media pages you can follow AI subjective that's that's the ace page for everything on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, A.I. Subjective. Um, website, aisubjective.com. Subjective uh, And then my personal page is at Dave the Alchemist because I personally feel like I'm the alchemist, man. I'm turning ideas into gold, trying to turn QR codes into gold right now. And that's what I'm what I'm on, man
0: and that's where we'll find all the merch definitely because i'm telling you bro that's that's fire i I need mine oh yeah the merch is on
1: the ace website aisubjective.com you can find it find it there also if you go to social media pages just click that link tree in the bio it'll give you all the breakdowns to where you want to go uh yeah bro it's hell intuitive you can get in there and find what you want to find you can find videos about celebrations find the merch on there you got it all I, I made sure i made this as seamless as possible for anybody coming into the brand so just glad to be able to converse about it man glad to tap back in with you at this okay. moment right here like you said we just these 30 40 minute conversations bro it, it makes all the difference for when we reconvene it's like bro so glad to talk talk to you now moving down the line we really locked in like come on bro like how can we how can we build with each other now you know what i mean, bro, so, I mean
0: yeah i don't need to go so i can literally call you bro it's good you know yeah oh god dog hey real 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 talk man definitely tap man. my god man i appreciate this man shout out to the, the
1: D the Hoop university man hey i hope y'all got a real good lesson today hey Shout out this me. man! This is a hard-working man right here. One of the smartest individuals since I was a kid. It's funny when you were a kid, you could see like, hey, he got <laughs> like, bro, was nice with the hoop, but always knew in the classroom, hey, you nice, you <laughs> nice. <laughs> I you you was one of the first ones to be on the uh, multiplication thing with uh, Miss Freudenberg. I
0: was like, oh, I yeah, the got three it. minute club, man. Yeah, in there. We was go new? way, we go way back, dog. We go way back, we working. That's what we like to say on here. We working. Shout out to uh Keem and Big Jace. Stay working. Big Jace on the beat, on the way out, man. Davis love. Tap in with my guy. Follow the show. Like and subscribe. Till next time, ladies and gents. My love, My love.